am Enzo. And I'm Reyna. And this is the Day Night Horror Show. <laughs> oh my God, Reyna. <laughs> we're having so much trouble getting online. I know, but we're not too late. So that's the good news. Um, I don't know about you guys, but um, Podbean Live is, is a really interesting thing that we're barely starting to do. Um, but we're, we're running into issues where we can't start the the podcast like yeah. it won't <laughs> you press the live button and it won't it won't Nothing start happened. yeah it, it must have been some weird glitch i had to actually cancel the the show and then start it all over again just to get it to work um but here we are here we are yeah uh anything you want to update our listeners with since the last time we were uh online gosh well so we've just been here in los angeles quarantine um but uh, things here have been going pretty well, um, even though our cases are somewhat, um, you know, the numbers go up. It's not like some other states, thank goodness. Yeah. So that's the good news. I think we're doing okay. Think barely uh, like salons and things like that are starting to open up. So mm-hmm. um, I think we've the rollout plan spend, was pretty good. We've got to spend a lot of time together. A lot of time awesome. together. Yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, we both have pretty, pretty busy lives. Um, and this time together is kind of precious. Like it's been nice. It's been amazing, uh, and of course that's included watching a lot of horror movies. Yes, and uh, talking about a lot of horror movies, <laughs> <laughs> which has Always. been a big thing. Yeah, um, but you were talking about our case low, our our amount of cases that have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, we're originally from Arizona, and yeah, um, the cases are going crazy over there. And Scary. in fact. We have family members have, who have been tested positive. The good thing is that they're they're both uh, remain healthy. So yeah, they're, they're healthy. Their their symptoms are um, pretty minimal. Are pretty minimal. Yeah, but it's still scary because you never know. It's a it's a coin toss. Yeah. We have other people we we grew up with uh, who have relatives who have had a pretty severe reaction to a positive. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's serious stuff. Um, thank God we have horror movies to yes. <laughs> kind of keep our mind off the real horror uh, that's been going on lately. Right. Um, Not to mention the horrible uh, deaths that have occurred um, that are yeah. so unjust. And you know, I don't know. I don't even have words. Um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty volatile time. It's a crazy time right now. Yeah. Well, let's. Let's uh, liven things up. Um, yes. This episode. Liven things up with horror. Yeah. Li- liven <laughs> things up with <laughs> severed heads. Um, um, so this episode, I thought we could curate uh, one of our favorite horror resources uh, as big horror fans that we are. The All Horror Channel. That's right. And Horror our Adjacent go-to. Channel. Shudder. Yes. Our go-to. Yeah. We always go to Shudder to find something. Yeah, it's great. For those of you who don't know what Shudder is, Shudder is basically the Netflix of horror. Um, it's very cheap. I think we pay $6 a month for it. Um, and it's hundreds of horror movies on at all times uh, for you to kind of watch whenever you want. Yeah, um, they have series. There's um, Shudder exclusives. There's horror movies. It's a lot of everything. Yeah, it's, awesome. fa- it's fantastic. Um, and we, we've had Shudder for, for a while now. I think we've had it for maybe, on and off, we've had it for at least three years. 
Uh, and when it started, it was that I felt like a lot of their their sh uh, shows and mm -hmm. and movies were the same. Like they would kind of have the same stuff, but I feel like they actively are pursuing new content every month, all the time, and they're always posting about it too. So they have new series. Um, we're going to talk about uh, one of their new series soon uh, on this episode. And then we're also going to do a review of Blood Quantum, which is a, a new movie mm -hmm. that they have on there as well uh, that we saw last night. In fact, um, yeah, it's my favorite genre. Yeah, it's a zombie film. <laughs> um, but I thought we could go through um, Shutter, and that we have YouTube TV, so we can. We're actually, we actually, we're looking at the roster right now as we do the podcast. Uh, but we, I've written, I've gone through, and I've written down some of my top picks uh, that are available this month on Shutter, just to kind of show people the cross section of horror that's on here, and it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be our Shutter Showcase. Yes. That's kind of what Shutter the episode is like called. That. Oh, look, we oh, have Tanya. Hi, Tanya. Oh, oh. hi, Tanya. So um, we are we are doing this episode live. Uh, for all the people who are here right now, they know that. Uh, but it's going to turn into a full-fledged episode. And again, this is going to be our Shutter Showcase episode where we talk about the channel Shutter. Is it worth your money? Six bucks. I think it's totally worth your money if you're a horror hound like we are. Uh, and then we're just going to go through and talk about um, some of our favorite movies that are on here. So sounds are you good. are you ready? Yep, sounds good. Okay, cool. I have a list. These movies are on Shutter right now to stream if you have Shutter. I just want to do a little disclaimer. My memory is sometimes not the best, and we watch a lot, so I might have to ask some questions. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll, I'll help you through it. Okay. Okay, the first one you're going to know and love because I know you love this director Three from Hell. Oh, yes. Three from Hell. Three from Hell is on here. It's the third film in the Firefly family franchise. Rob mm -hmm. Zombie. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Um, I, Well, we have done a review of this in a past show, mm -hmm. but I will have to say it's not my favorite of the three. Okay. Um, But, you know, it's sad because we know that... Um, the actor that Sid Haig, yeah, yeah. Sid Haig um, wasn't in it very much because he was ill. Yeah, he didn't look too good, and in he it didn't either. look too good. Yeah. Um, but um, which I love him. He's so gross. Mm -hmm. He was so gross in those movies. She, when she says gross, she it's kind it's of in a, a good way. Yeah. It's a huge compliment. Like that's how it should be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I it was a nice wrap up to the trilogy, but I definitely like the second one's my favorite. Would you recommend this one? If you're a fan of Rob Zombie and you've already seen the other two, absolutely, I would recommend seeing the third one. You right. should. So um, if you look for our uh, podcast, um, it's actually episode 17. We do killer reviews of The Joker, uh, the Joaquin Phoenix movie, and we also do a full review of Three from Hell. Um, personally, I thought the movie was much better than I thought it was going to be. Mm. I thought it was going to be kind of a crash grab, uh, like just kind of slapped together. Mm -hmm. Um, but it ended up being pretty satisfying. I agree with you. I don't think it's the best, um, of the three. Uh, I really like the first two a lot, especially the second film. Um, 
Devil's Rejects might even be in my top 10 slasher films. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's it's such a great film. But again, this is on Shutter. You can rent it uh, or you can watch it right away. Uh, so it's actually really awesome. Yeah, Devil's Rejects. Uh, we have uh, Aladdin in here. Oh, what, what, what do you say his name? Exadin. <laughs> Sorry if we're messing up your name. But yeah, De Devil's Rejects. We absolutely worship that movie. Yes. Oh, it's it's pronounced like with a Z. Zeldin. Zeldin. Okay. Uh, glad you're here, Zeldin. Yeah, we we are um, for all those people that are uh, joining us. We're doing a Shutter showcase. We're gonna talk about uh, our favorite picks that are on Shutter to stream right now, and Three from Hell is on there. We absolutely love Devil's Rejects. Um, Three from Hell is good, uh, but it's not nearly as good as, yeah. yeah. And Tanya's saying it's a crazy movie. It is. It's crazy. It hits you right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, slow, slow, a uh, uh, very short buildup, but then it really just hits you. Um, and whew, it yeah. keeps going. But yeah. yeah, if you're a fan of the trilogy, then I would definitely recommend it. Absolutely. Um, what I love about um, Devil's Rejects as opposed to the other two films. If you watch the first film, House of a Thousand Corpses, it's still kind of cartoony. Like I, I feel like um, Zombie's trying to get his his palette together and it's actually a bit more exaggerated. Uh, the second film is perfect. It just it's There's enough realism there um, for you to really believe what's going on. There's references to the Manson family in it. Um, just really feel it hits the pocket. The third film is almost stylized again. Mm -hmm. Like the later Definitely. half of, of um, Three from Hell, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still, still good. Okay, let's move on to the next film. Yes. Okay? Uh, the next film on Shutter right now for you to stream that, that stands out for me is Bliss. Remind me, Bliss. Remind this me. is a new film. It's about an artist. It's very visual. Oh. Uh, it's a vampire film. Mm -hmm. um, basically, uh, it tells the story of this young, struggling artist. Uh, oh, my God. We love Mandy. We love Mandy. So <laughs> Mandy's on our list, too. That, this film, that, I'm glad you mentioned Mandy because um, this film is also very visual like Mandy is. It's a lot of color. There's yeah. a lot of color to it. And personally, I think... Um, that's kind of the only reason to watch Bliss. Uh, yeah, the story falls apart a little bit. The story fa yeah. falls apart a little bit. It's very gory. It is gory. And it's very stylized visually like Mandy is. But unfortunately, the script is not as good as right. Mandy's. Um, yeah, Mandy is definitely uh, is up there for us. And it's also on my list. Yeah. Um, I think if you like films mm -hmm. similar to Mandy with kind of a grindhouse, art house sort of approach you might like bliss but again i don't think it's as satisfying as mandy so um saying uh he's a big nicholas cage fan if you like nick have you seen the nicholas cage movie oh okay. mom, mom and dad. dad mom and dad mom and dad is another horror movie i think we've talked about in our podcast which is great oh that's fantastic it we weren't expecting much from it but you know, when Cage kind of freaks out and yeah. there's a lot of freak out moments yeah. with him, it's hilarious. Really good. It's Absolutely recommend it. Yeah, I, I was surprised at how good that movie mm -hmm. was. Okay, 
The next movie that's on uh, Shutter right now that stands out for me, and it's a, a relatively new film, is called Daniel Isn't Real. Mm -hmm. It's sort of a millennial Jekyll and Hyde film. Do you remember this movie? Vaguely. Very visually stylized as well. Um, it, it's about a young man who's who has a mental uh, mental illness illness in his family, and uh, and he's trying to contend with that, and he's trying to contend uh, contend with a dark past, dark family history. Um, and he starts to see his childhood, um, his imaginary childhood friend again. And I, I'll just kind of leave it at that. And I thought it was a really interesting film, mm -hmm. very trippy in spots, very Jacob, Jacob's laddery, um, and also extremely visual in, in spots. Um, it's one of those independent films where you can tell they don't have a big budget, but they're doing a lot with that budget. And I thought the acting was good. And, and um, I thought it was strong. It was strong for what it was trying to do. Yeah. I thought it was really good. And especially if you ever had a childhood friend, it gets a little trippy there with the. With yeah. The imaginary home. friend. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. The imaginary friend. What did I say? That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> but <laughs> with an imaginary uh, friend, um, which I remember having. So it was really trippy um, the way they, it, they played off each other and, I, even at one point, you're kind of not sure which one mm -hmm. is the imaginary friend and which is the real dude. So, yeah, yeah it was really good. And the the guy who plays Daniel, I've, I remember he's he was a famous actor's son. Mm -hmm. I can look that up really quick. Do you remember who that was? Oh, anyway. Yes, we're huge Death Note fans. We love the original anime. In fact, uh, Jaina and I, we both cosplay together, and I've dressed like Ryuk a couple of times. We absolutely love Death Note. Mm -hmm. We didn't think the Netflix yeah. live action Death Note was very good, but we'd highly, of course, would highly recommend the manga and the anime. It's Schwarzenegger's uh, uh, son, Patrick. Patrick. He plays Patrick, Daniel. He plays Daniel in uh, Daniel Isn't Real. And I thought he was really good. Mm -hmm. in it. He was. He was actually really good. Yeah. We were surprised it was him. Yeah. For no no reason other than it was, it was so surprising. Once you saw it, yeah. once, you, once you knew that about the actor, you could kind mm -hmm. of see the resemblance. Uh, I thought he was really good. Okay, are you ready for the next movie yeah. that's on Shutter? Yeah. Okay, this one I love. Uh, it's called Ghostland or Incident in a Ghostland. This is the two girls. Yeah. The two sisters. Yeah. This one I highly, highly recommend. It is so good. It was one of the better movies I've seen in the last couple of years. Yeah. 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 It's relatively new. I think it's uh, 2018. Mm hmm. Uh, really, really, really dark. Very it's a dark, dark film, but it's also extremely imagined, imaginative. Um, has a has some great twists in it, mm -hmm. and it does not pull any punches none, whatsoever. None. Um, it's it's on Shutter, and it's it's up there. Yeah, I would highly recommend that one. Um, it, but it, you got to be ready for it. You yeah. got to be ready for it. Yeah, it's got some. It's, it goes dark, and it doesn't. It's not. It just—I don't want to ruin too much, but yeah, it just goes really dark. Yeah, it's got some some pretty hefty moments. If, and again, if you're if you're a horror fan, you're gonna love this film. And the acting's great too. Again, another smaller budget film that really does a lot with its budget. I almost feel like this is this is kind of zom Rob Zombie adjacent. 
Mm. It might even it might even be a little more elegant though mm -hmm. uh, in its storytelling, um, but visually up there yeah. as well. Cool. Uh, the next movie that stands out for me is Haunt, mm -hmm. and that was 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, that one is about these uh, young people that are looking for something, looking for something interesting and extreme to do uh, on Halloween night. And they go to this really remote, renegade, haunted house. Yeah. Um, the sort of haunts that are coming up nowadays where, you know. The extreme haunts. They're allowed to touch you. They're yeah. allowed to accost you and that sort of thing. Tiny would love those. Yeah. And <laughs> this movie's awesome. <laughs> this movie is absolutely <laughs> awesome. Um, I wasn't expecting much from this movie, to be quite honest with you. Because I think this, it looked the setup is a little on the basic side. Yeah. But I think what they did with it was pretty damn good. Um, throughout the film, you see uh, the the hunters uh, as part of the haunting um, yeah. attraction, and each one has a has like a really vintage uh, mask on. Uh, one is a witch, one is a skeleton, that sort of thing, and each one does more and more disturbing things to the various people uh, yeah. in the maze. I thought this was a, it was a cool movie. It was really cool. It was re it's very gritty, um, and it's just it's in, it's uh, interesting to see how they the characters are developed or yeah. how, what they put in to develop these characters. Yeah, absolutely. And most of those most of those haunters don't say a word. They just they're menacing and scary, you know, just in their behavior. Yeah. So um, we have a new listener, Achilles. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Achilles. Achilles. Sorry, I can't. Guess I can't put my glasses <laughs> on better. <laughs> I'm saying it with my Mexican accent. A chili, a chiles. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about Troy. Yeah, I think I've heard about Troy. this. Yeah. It's we'll like really extreme, it right? We'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah. He left. He's left the, he left the chat. But uh, yeah, okay, cool. we'll, we'll have to check that one out. Yeah, definitely. I think I've heard about that film. There's some films that are actually really, really, that are like this film, like what he's mentioning, that are actually really hard to find because they're so mm. extreme. Um, they're, they're almost like, you know, uh, underground, underground films. We'll have to watch that. Yeah. I bet I'm offended with my achilles. But that's a really good point because Shudder has a habit of getting films like, like these. Oh, the more hard to find. The more hard to find. Uh, I think that's another thing I love about Shudder is that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of international horror. Stuff you wouldn't get on Netflix. Stuff you wouldn't get on Prime. Um, and I personally really, really like uh, international horror because they tend to break convention, especially Asian horror. Like they do sort of the mm -hmm. opposite of what um, American horror tends to do. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the next movie that stands out for me on Shudder that I, that I would recommend watching is a documentary. Mm -hmm. And it's called Haunter's Art of the Scare. Oh, Yeah. We saw this on Netflix. This was on Netflix initially. This is a fantastic uh, documentary. Yeah, it's really good. It basically follows all these different um, people involved in haunts or, you know, scare actors uh, or uh, haunted house organizers uh, in our area, in kind of mm -hmm. the L.A. area. And they've got people from who've been doing Not Scary Farm for years and years and kind of what they go through as performing performers in there. And then you have this other guy who's who does these extreme haunts, 
that are really, really interesting and kind of sadistic. Yeah. Uh, but it's all really fascinating to watch. Um, and again, they're the way they, they all are responsible for their look and their, their character development and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. In, in, um, you're talking about not scary farm. Yeah. 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 It's really a passion, um, on their side, which I think is cool to see. Um, if you love documentaries, Hunter's Art of the Scare, I would highly recommend. Yeah, that's a really good one. That's a fantastic documentary. Yeah. Um, and it's a it's kind of unsettling in many ways. Like the, well, some of the footage yeah, of the extreme yeah. haunts yeah. or descriptions of what uh, some of these extreme haunts do, it makes you go, well, would I put myself through that? I would not. You know, I'm just Some stuff I wouldn't. But I love going to like the, the um, mazes and all that sort of thing. But some of the things that... They do? No, I would not. The touching part, no way. Speaking of mazes, uh, one of the things we do on this show uh, as regularly as possible is we go to horror attractions and we rate and review them. So last year we went to Halloween Horror Nights. And if you look at our episode 15, uh, you can see we reviewed uh, Halloween Horror Nights uh, 2019. And then right after we went to Not Scary Farm 2019 and we crowned a winner. So that's another thing we do with the Day Night Horror Show. It's not just horror films. We go to horror attractions. Uh, we also do um, dress up, some horror cosplay. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of all in. Like it's the horror is part of our lifestyle. Um, in episode 11, we went to Atlanta with our friends. And we went on the Walking Dead tour. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, and if you listen to episode our episode 11, you'll hear our review of that. You'll also hear uh, when we went uh, on Talking Dead. Mm -hmm. We were actually uh, on the set of Talking Dead here in Los Angeles. Um, and you can kind of see kind of a behind-the-scenes look at all that. Yeah. And we also review the show and kind of what, what we've been going through or what the show has been going through and kind of our opinions about the show. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we kind of go all over the place, don't we? we? Do. <laughs> <laughs> this live thing is kind of new for us, so bear with us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the next, um, movie in our shutter showcase, uh, that I want to bring up is the movie revenge. Oh yeah. Let's tell a little bit about it while I say hello to everyone. Sure. Revenge is a movie. I think it came out 2018. It's sort of like I Spit on Your Grave mm -hmm. redone. Um, it's actually really stylized. Yeah. It's a very stylized yeah. film. Uh, and it's kind of surreal. So if you're expecting the movie to be completely realistic, this yeah, is not the no, movie for you. It's not at all. It's kind of exaggerated, uh, but very extreme, mm -hmm. very visual, and very violent. Um, it's a great like revenge, revenge fantasy yeah. film. Um, highly recommend that one. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, the way the the young woman goes about getting revenge on these creepers is so good. Yeah, but definitely not realistic in some spots. But those things you could just overlook because I mean, come on, some horror movies you have to kind of kind of do that. You know what I feel like? I feel like revenge is like if you were to take Tarantino and I spit on your grave and a little bit of Kill Bill uh, and a little bit of Mandy. Um, and then with a whole new thing all its own, um, highly recommend Revenge. That one's awesome. Uh, again, it's on Shutter uh, to stream right away. Yeah, one that really stands out for me. Okay, that's a good one. 
What's next? The next movie I would recommend that's on Shutter right now is The Road Movie. Mm. And this is a really interesting documentary. It's about uh, basically they, what they did is uh, they took all this video footage from Russia. And in Russia, people, they always have uh, uh, windshield cameras because whenever there's a car accident, they always want to have footage because there's a lot of shysters out there trying to screw people over and getting them into accidents and then mm -hmm. blaming it on the other person. So this is all camera footage. This is all real footage of people doing the most fucked up yeah, shit. It's, it's a little <laughs> in Russia. <laughs> it is scary. There's, there's moments where you see, where you see entire car accidents happen, really scary moments. And then there's moments where road, road rage moments where people pull out guns and, oh man, it is so terrifying. Yeah. It is so terrifying. It's like the wild west over there. Like it, it was, is crazy. It is crazy. And I wasn't sure what to expect from the movie, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, you watch it and you cannot turn away. And it, it's very obvious that it's all real. None of it is like, you know, fake scenes and face, faces of death. It's like real. It's real stuff. Yeah. Um, face of death, gross. Yeah. It's still gross even though it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> well, not all of it's fake. Some oh, yeah. of it's real. But um, this, uh, the road movie is all real. And again, it's another great horror adjacent documentary that's streaming on Shutter right now. So. Sorry if you hear our neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I think our neighbors are having a party. I hope that you're social distancing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So the next movie that one of our listeners who was in the chat room uh, uh, just a, a while ago recommended is Mandy. Um, Mandy, I think we did see on Shudder for the first time. Yeah, we saw it on Shudder, and it's like you mentioned, it's with Nicolas Cage, and it's based around a cult. Mm -hmm. Cults, uh, we're like obsessed we cults. with cults. And um, cults not that we'd be in them. The just, idea of cults are scary. Like, yeah. Learning about them and seeing all the craziness that people buy into but anyway this is about um a cult that becomes obsessed the cult leader becomes obsessed with nicolic with mandy who's nicholas cage's wife in the movie and so the story unfolds from there yeah and so it's really really good really good yeah you like cult movies too i know they're so good because it's amazing what these people will buy into yeah um and then that's in real life horror enough and then to make a horror movie out of it is pretty cool. So if you haven't seen Mandy, Tanya, I really recommend it. I highly recommend Mandy. Okay, so what Reina just mentioned about Mandy, is that's just the surface of the film. I give a lot away. What, what I'll tell you about the film is that I feel like it is art house horror. But it's using elements of like schlocky 80s movies yeah, as the true. art house elements. That's true. So the, the movie is very colorful, uh, very abstract in spots. Um, it's And it's also kind of surreal, the way it tells the story. I I love I loved Mandy. I, the, the, it was one of my favorite movies of the last couple of years. Yeah, super good. Yeah, yeah see it. Um, the next movie I'll mention that I think is great, it's another documentary. And it's also very topical right now is Horror Noir. Oh, yeah. So Horror Noir is a documentary about African-American history as it relates to horror films. Mm -hmm. 
And it is amazing. It's really good. It tracks back uh, depictions of African-Americans throughout cinema, but specifically as it relates to the horror genre. So, for example, there's moments where they talk about Birth of a Nation and kind of the ramifications of that, all the way up to Night of the Living Dead with African-American protagonist, main heroic figure. Um, it is a fantastic documentary. And with, you know, with everything that's been going on, yeah. um, it's a riveting documentary. And yeah. It's so well done. Too. It's just really interesting to, just when people talk about her, well, of course we find that interesting, but how they deconstructed, how they related to certain situations um, in their culture. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's, it is, it's really interesting to hear um, such different opinions yeah. on horror. Yeah. And what, what I really got from the documentary too, is that the African-American community loves horror. Mm -hmm. Like it's one of their favorite genres. So the, the being depicted in horror a certain way right. and not another way, you know, was always painful for them. But now, finally, the times are starting to change. Uh, but seeing the tracking, the history of that, you know, like Tony Todd and in Candyman, that was another very pivotal moment. Uh, or Blackula, you know, or what's that? Yeah, Candyman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Jordan Peele is doing it, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, and Jordan Peele is in this documentary throughout, yeah. uh, and it's just really interesting to hear it. Personally, I feel like horror is one of the most inclusive genres because I don't really care where it comes from. When I'm watching an Asian horror movie and it's a teenage young Asian teenage girl, I empathize for her. It does not it doesn't matter who it is. Fear is fear. So, I think that's cool. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And Tanya was just saying earlier how um uh uh, foreign international horror is one of is the best horror. It's like such good horror. Yeah, and I have to agree. It really it really breaks a lot of convention. So the next film I would recommend uh, that's on Shutter right now to stream are Stakeland One and Two. Oh, Stakeland One and Two. Yeah, we did a vampire episode um, we a, love us a few vampire. episodes back. And this was one of my picks. That's one for, of your favorite um, genres is vampire movies. Yeah. On episode eight, we, we talked about our favorite vampire movies. And Stakeland 1 and 2, it's like The Walking Dead meets really scary creature-like vampires. The first 10 minutes of that film does not pull a punch at all. Uh, Stakeland 1, it is awesome. So nonsense password saying Borgman rules. I don't think we've seen Borgman. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to check that one out. Cool. Thanks for that tip. I yeah. don't I haven't heard of that. We haven't heard of that one, so that's awesome. That's We're so always cool. looking for um new horror movies. Yeah, I think oh, that's it's Dutch horror. Ooh, nice. Oh, okay, cool. Now, now you've got my attention. Yeah. That's the one thing I would say about Shutter is that they tend to bring stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like we yeah. saw we saw one called Rare Rare Exports, which is uh Norwegian mm -hmm. or Swedish which is an awesome Krampus movie. It's probably the best Krampus movie made. Oh, it was so good. Um, and, and a lot of the stuff we get exposed to through, uh, through having Shudder. Yeah. So like $6 a month, totally worth it if you're mm -hmm. a horror hound like we are. Okay. Uh, the next movie I would recommend 
is a is a big one for me. Another documentary. This one's called Smoke and Mirrors, uh, the story of Tom Savini. Of course. Tom Savini. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know who he is. He is a master uh, makeup effects artist from back in the day. He is awesome. And this movie tells the story of, of how Tom Savini became a makeup artist. And it's actually really, really interesting. Uh, it turns out he was in the Vietnam War. And he saw a lot of his, you know, his fellow uh, GIs killed and, and, you know, brutalized there. And to the way to cope with it is he started doing makeup effects. Mm-hmm. And he, in the documentary, he says, he's like, I'm, I think I'm one of the only makeup effects artists who's actually seen the real thing. You know, he's and amazing. He's a, such an amazing guy. Yeah. Super inspiring. Um, the movie's really really delves into his life and his history. And that's fantastic. Yeah. It was a fantastic documentary. Um, it's called Smoke and Mirrors, the story The story of Tom Savini. He's so great. Yeah. So Nantes is saying, have we seen uh, Taxidermia and Sex Machine? Taxidermia is Hungarian. So that oh. sounds awesome. So I said no. So keep, keep sending our um, recommendations. That's nice. So on our list, we actually have uh, a Turkish horror movie that I really liked from a couple years back. And it's uh, it's on mm. Prime, but it's also on Shutter right now called Housewife. Oh, he's saying, no, Tom Savini is Sex Machine. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. From, <laughs> Sorry. From, yeah, yeah, from, from Dust Till Dawn. Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom Savini, is, he's classic. Um, so yeah, I, I would recommend that documentary if you if you're a big Tom Savini fan. Yeah, the next Turkish. the ne- the next one uh, that I and it, it was it's a Turkish film called Housewife. It's from the director um, that did Baskin. If you've seen that film, which is also a horror film, um, I really liked Housewife. Yeah, you liked it more than I liked it. Housewife uh, is another cult cult yeah. themed movie. Uh, it's about a couple. One, um, the man's an artist. Uh, mm-hmm. The woman's a housewife, uh, and they lose track of a friend for like over a year, and they're they they don't know what happened to her. Finally, she shows up again, and it turns out that she's joined this cult, sort of like a like a Scientology kind of cult. Yeah, it's you know, more like, like on that. Yeah, type of you know, lots of presentation, kind of uh, public, grandiose, very yeah, grandiose. big public speaker type thing. Um, but the more they look into it, cause they get talked into going one of the sem to one of the seminars, mm-hmm. uh, this movie swirls into such a nightmare. This movie freaked me the hell out. I loved housewife and it's on shutter right now. He really liked it for me. It was just, okay. It didn't freak me out as much as it freaked out. Um, Enzo. So here's the thing. <laughs> I have brutally surreal twisted nightmares very often. So when I see brutally surreal horror films, I'm like, this is just like my nightmare. I don't think you have nightmares. Of course I do. But your nightmares are very you like... You don't know what goes on in this head. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Because I felt it Housewife takes... really captures that nightmare feel. Anyway, I don't know. It just didn't, for me, it's really, there's certain things when it comes to supernatural mm-hmm. that's really hard to keep my attention. That's okay. the truth. So I just think that's like a deficit in my 
horror watching is that it it just has to be really on point for me. Got it. I think the film the film has kind of a Suspiria quality too because yeah, there's moments where you know the main character, the housewife character, she she's kind of walking through these corridors and you don't even know if she's dreaming or not. You don't even know what's going on. It's it gets really surreal. Yeah. But then towards the end, it gets gory and twisted and turns into Hellraiser. So. <laughs> Tony says crazy killer clowns is what I see. It's true. That's the thing. I, I think um, Enzo sees things more nightmarish art yeah. lens. And I'm a little more literal in my heart. For sure. Yeah. You're more Texas chainsaw. I'm more Hellraiser. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely true. <laughs> and not that I, I mean, I absolutely love Texas chainsaw. chainsaw. Yeah. The, there's visual moments in Texas chainsaw that had never been done before. Yeah. You know, like the bone sure. sculptures and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a very visual film. But I think you like the viscera of the film. I do. So I do. I like when they both when they both elegantly work together. I do too. It just takes a lot for me when it's supernatural or witchcraft stuff. Like yeah. I don't know. It just really has to be good for me. Yeah. Like it has to be super on point and scary me and scare me. Got it. So the next movie we just saw recently too, and it's on Shutter, The Siren. Well, you have to remind me what the Siren. The girl in the lake. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> so here's another. Here's the thing about this show too is that Reina and I don't always agree. Yeah. So there's certain moments where a film is completely working for me, and is not working for her. I'm not saying that The Siren is a great horror film, but I'm such a horror hound that sometimes I just need a peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> of a horror movie. This is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich of a horror movie. It's not the best, <sighs> but it kind of, it, it fills in the gaps, you know? I fell asleep with some <laughs> of it. So that, there's my review. <laughs> so the siren is about a young man who goes to a cabin and he kind of, you know, he kind of Airbnbs it and, it's really cool. It's like this lakeside cabin, like this uh, boathouse kind of cabin. Uh, it's right on the water. And he's there. He's hanging out. He's having a good time, chilling out. And then all of a sudden, he sees this woman in the water. It's kind of, you know, looks like a young woman just swimming in the water. And he befriends her, and they start to have kind of romantic flirtation. Um, but it turns out the woman in the water is not who she th who you yeah. think she is. She's yeah. She's kind of this creature that feeds on people. Uh, I'll just leave it at that because I don't like spoilers, and we try not to spoil on the show. Um, one of the things I loved I... about the siren is that it's intimate horror. So there's there's literally uh, three people in the cast. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, and I like when when films try and do kind of small stuff. Um, there's a movie from a couple years ago called The Headhunter, which I thought was really cool. I think it was two people in that movie yeah. and it felt grander than it should have, you know, for, for the budget it had. I like when films try clever things with it, with their budget, especially when it's small. I just think there, there could have been a lot more. Mm. And I think I like, I don't want to spoil it either. I just felt some of it was just like, come on. Right. Like you, I mean, you really gotta like, when it's not realistic type stuff, you, you know, when you feel like the, the, 
the the main person is not being like smart or realistic, that drives me nuts. Right. <laughs> I'll leave it super vague. So sorry, but I don't want to spoil anything because that's a big reveal if I spoil if I say anything more. Right. Okay. Moving on. So the the last film we'll talk about um, that's on Shutter right now, but there's still so many we could talk about, is another documentary that I really liked called To Hell and Back, The Kane Hodder Story. Anyone who knows who he is, he played Jason in, I think, three of the films. Mm -hmm. And he's probably the favorite. Uh, he's, the probably, he's probably the favorite of the Jasons. Um, just because the way he... His physicality, um, his physicality. <laughs> Look, Donald Trump is joined. Oh, oh, wow. interesting. All right. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, the okay. Kane Hodder film is really, really interesting. Um, again, he's probably the favorite Jason. He's probably the most famous actor who's played Jason. And I think all the subsequent actors have kind of emulated his performance. Uh, What's interesting about the documentary is that he did a, a stunt where he set himself on fire and it all kind of went wrong. Um, and it, it really, um, it injured him. Like he got severe, severe yeah. burns. And just to see him kind of tell his story about going through all of that was really inspiring. Like it, was, it was a really interesting documentary. It was, especially because you don't really know the act much about the actor because, you know, he's covered, you know, he wears a mask and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was really interesting to hear his story and all the things that he's been through. Like we wouldn't even have known that. Yeah. And I, I think every time I watch these documentaries with like these horror icons, they're always like the nicest people in the world. Mm. And it's just you'd expect him to be spooky. Oh my god, there's there's scenes with him like interacting with fans and stuff. He's just such a sweet, humble guy. Like I we we go to horror conventions all the time. Yeah. And on the Dayton Horror Show, we review those conventions as well. Um and I, we haven't seen him there, but we've definitely seen Tom Savini there. Um and it's yeah, it's it's awesome. I, it makes me really proud of the <clears throat> the horror community and kind of what it represents. You know, just because you watch horror movies all the time doesn't make you a bad person. Doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean you're like this vicious right. person. Or that you'd <laughs> actually go out and commit yeah. crimes like that. Yeah. And there's, there's moments in the documentary where he's, he's talking about how, you know, he went through this really traumatic burning, you know, like third degree burns through most of his body. And then he decides, okay, I'm going to have to do another fire stunt. And he actually decides to move on from that. Yeah, like it is really inspiring. Like, I love that documentary. Uh, and again, if you're a Friday the 13th fan, he's probably our favorite Jason. Uh, great documentary. That's another thing that Shudder brings. Yeah, it's not just oh, here's a bunch of horror movies you should watch. It's it's it curates a community of horror, For which sure. I really really love. Cool. So I think we are ready for our feature review. Where's the music? Now, our feature review. Our feature review is Blood Quantum. And this is on Shudder. And yeah. again, it is a zombie film. My favorite genre. Yeah. I love zombie films. Absolutely. Let me... Um, um, I thought um, what was interesting about it was uh, the diversity in the cast. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it definitely was into your typical um, casting. I think at this point with, um, with zombie movies, it's a requirement. Yeah. You know, people might say, oh, why are you doing it about this? There's already been a million zombie movies. You've got to do something interesting. But and, um, it's it's the community, the diversity of the of the characters are um, they're Native Americans. And basically, uh, a zombie uh, outbreak happens. Uh, I think the way they depict it in the film is really really interesting. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil that scene because I thought that that scene was really really clever. Um, so it's a it's basically on a reservation, and it shows how this group of people have figured out a way to survive it and it's unique and it's different. Um, I thought again, for an independent film, they did a lot with their budget. Some of the CG moments were pretty good. And of course yeah. the practical moments were great. Very gory in spots. Uh, Which I like and appreciate. Yeah. Especially with a zombie movie. Um, when they bite and all that, they didn't pull back any punches. No, not at all. And then I felt like some of the family members that you kind of follow uh, yeah. are really interesting and unique. I thought the I thought the film was really cool. Yeah, it was a really good good movie. Really good take on zombie horror. And again, I like when it doesn't tie it up into a pretty bow. Yeah, um, which is great. Which this film doesn't do that. Yeah, I think I think um, if you're if you're a hardcore zombie person, you kind of know the best zombie movies end sort of bleak. Mm -hmm. um, I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it follows in the tradition of the George Romero films, definitely. And I think it has a lot to say socially as well, uh, without it being yeah overbearing. So yeah, yeah. I and it's a tw it's a 2019 film, and um, so look it up on Shutter. Yeah, Blood Quantum. So what's next? We've got some more people yes. in there. Hello, hello, Gretchen. Welcome. So I think the next one we're going to um, review is Blood Machines, uh, a series on Shudder. Um, it is a mixture of 80s sci-fi yeah. um, and horror and campiness for sure. Mm -hmm. um, very visual. It is very visual. Um, I kept seeing uh, trailers for this on Facebook. And it looked amazing. Like it was a really visual series. It's a, a new series on uh, Shudder. And it's like a sci-fi horror mm -hmm. kind of thing. Uh, every episode is not very long, maybe 30 minutes at the most. Yeah, I, I really liked this. What, what did you think of it? Um, it's super trippy. <laughs> very, uh, it's really trippy. Um, very female. Uh, the cast is very female led which is nice um but it's a little too trippy for me <laughs> but oh my so. god i love this this is the kind of this is the kind of content that you would put on like if you're having a party and you wanted something on a big screen that would that would trip out your friends you know like tattoo the tattoo of the iron man which i know was on shutter i'm not sure if it still is but um it's a really strange series. It's kind of Barbarella-ish. A very Barbarella. Yeah, like a like a yeah. like um Texas Chainsaw meets Barbarella. 
Because there's definitely there's some Rob the Zombie ishness to it. Yeah, it's just but definitely like um, the campiness of the sci-fi that Barbarella has. It definitely mm -hmm. has that. Yeah, but then there's kind of it's got kind of a dark quality as well. Like there's some imagery that almost looks satanic, but it I don't think it even is is meant to be satanic. It just happens to look that way. Yeah, um, there's little hints there. There's moments. But, I'm sorry, but there's visual moments in this that are absolutely spectacular and you can tell they're using miniatures in a lot of it it's not all oh, really? cg yeah and it's super colorful like something like in like mandy mm. um and it's weird <laughs> yeah it, it is bizarre it almost reminds me of uh of that old 90s movie hardware oh like yeah. it has that sort of approach to its storytelling mm -hmm. um I think it's great. And there's only three episodes out right now. Uh, and I, I've liked all three of them. I, I thought it was, They're I think it's a really short. cool addition. They're yeah, very, very, very short. short. At the longest 20 minutes. Yeah. And we're how many in? We're three in. So personally, I, I would recommend it. Um, Blood Machines. Yeah. I, I mean, I would recommend it. If you like, like the sci-fi and you have an appreciation for Barbarella, um, then I would definitely give it a try. Uh, I'm still going to, of course, watch it because we've only watched a couple of them. So um, I don't know. Maybe I'll warm up to it. Sometimes it takes me two or three episodes to warm up to series. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'll definitely, definitely uh, keep watching it with Enzo. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of that kind of covers what all the Shutter stuff I wanted to cover. But, you know, I have it up right now. We have YouTube TV. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at it now. And th there's stuff we haven't even mentioned that I think is Really, really great. Uh, Sadako versus uh, Kayako, which is basically the ring versus the grudge. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, 2016 uh, Japanese film. And it's basically those two characters, those two uh, horror villains mm -hmm. pitted against each other. Like uh, like uh, Freddy versus Jason sort of thing. This movie is so much fun. It's dark and creepy, but it's it's funny. It's trying to be funny and spot. yeah, just yeah. like Freddy versus Jason. Exactly. And but it's cool that they pit those two against each other. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and that that's another testament to to Shutter. I remember seeing a trailer for this. I remember seeing the Japanese trailer for this and freaking out and going, "How am I going to see this?" And then all of a sudden, maybe six months later, it's yeah, on it Shutter. Was on there. So yeah, yeah. Train to Busan is on right now. One of my on favorite. Shutter. One of the best zombie. new zombie movies. Yeah. yeah. The new one's about to come yeah, out. Yeah, they're going to well. do a Train to Busan 2, which we're really looking forward to. Yeah. It's Korean. I saw horror. the, I saw the awesome. trailer for it. Dana doesn't watch trailers because she, she hates to be spoiled by I hate spoilers. Uh, but I have seen the trailer for Train to Busan 2, and it does feel very different because uh, I think it's like m many years after the first story. Um, it'll be interesting to see what you think of that. Hmm. Um. There's some great Latin American horror here on Shudder. Uh, we Are the Flesh. It's a Mexican horror film. Super scary and weird and trippy. That I love that movie. That's a weird film. So Gretchen's saying um, The Exorcist, which is one of our top horror movie favorites, is yeah. freaked her out. And yes, absolutely. And The Ring. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I remember, of course, The Exorcist is like one of the scariest oh my gosh. movies I've ever seen. Like absolutely, it still has the potency. the The makeup is still scary and potent, even after all these years. Yeah, I'll see those scenes where she's talking to the priest, 
you know, and she's like, making the voice here with us. Yeah. Like it, it's still scary. It's very it's still, scary. The ring, there's moments in the ring that I found extremely scary and it stayed in my head for like a week. I after remember watching that. that. Yeah. I remember that. The American, I feel like the American ring is a little more twisted. Like mm. the, the whole horses committing suicide thing. That's not in the Japanese film. And I, I felt like they did a lot with it. So I, I agree with you, yeah. Gretchen. And Gretchen, you might, I don't know if you heard Enzo say about Sudoku versus, what is it? Kayako? Kayako. Which is the ring versus the grudge. The grudge. So on Shutter. So check it out. You might like it, especially <sighs> if you're a fan of the ring. Oh my God. So great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Um, there's a bunch of other films here that I, that I really, really like. Um, Let's see what what else. Starry Eyes is on here, which I thought was a really good independent film, uh, horror film from 2014. Yeah, the directors went on to do the Pet Cemetery remake, which mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan mm -hmm. of, but I did like their first film. Um, let's see what else is on here that I really like. The original Maniac. If you haven't seen that before, that's like classic uh, slasher film from way back in the day. Um, so they have everything like the, they'll have like the classic, you know, the stuff you grew up watching Yeah. and they'll cycle that stuff in and out and then they'll get all the new stuff too. And then they'll get stuff from Latin America. Yeah. What are some of the series? Have we watched any of the series on there? Yeah. Yeah, we have. So there's some really good series. There's well. a lot of series that are from other countries too. Um, I remember you really liked um, uh, Wolf Creek. Oh my god! Which is awesome if you like the Wolf I Creek movies. I love Wolf Creek. They continue the story. It's amazing, and it's really, really brutal. It's a brutal horror film. Super. Uh, series like one of the more brutal horror series. That's another one that doesn't pull any punches. Yeah, that one's great. Cursed films. It's it mm. talks about all the cursed horror films. You know, like The Omen and um, uh, Poltergeist is considered a cursed that film. That was fun. I think, Tanya, you would really like this one, Cursed Films, because it talks about, you know, when you heard about Poltergeist and how the little girl passed away and it was a mysterious circumstance and all yeah, the, they, like they that talk, kind of stuff? They go really in-depth with it. The Crow, kind of what happened on The mm -hmm. Crow, uh, Twilight's on the movie, there's the a Omen, horrible accident. The Exorcist, that. it's awesome. It's really, really well done as well. And it's all horror-leaning. So yeah, I think I think we've kind of proven that we really really love Shutter. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully this worked out. Like this was kind of the idea was to do a, a showcase of why Shutter is so great. Again, we have YouTube TV, and with YouTube TV, we pay six dollars a month to have Shutter, and we watch it almost every night. But you can we also, if you have Amazon or Fire Stick, you can yeah. also get a Shutter subscription. Mm -hmm. And it's around six to seven dollars. Yeah. Um, highly recommend it. It just keeps getting better and better. They get a lot of international horror. They have a lot of horror series um, that are also international as well. So you get to see stuff that you would normally not see. Uh, and it's curated well. Yeah. So You do need a horror day. That'd be good. A what? Horror. Tanya says, I need a horror day. Yes. yes have a horror do. day. Yeah. And thank you. I'm glad you love this episode. I know Shudder, sometimes it's we forget it's forgotten, but that's really a big source of where we find our horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I'll see, you know, cause on, on social media, I, I follow a lot of people that are horror adjacent mm 
and they'll they'll post these amazing trailers. I'm like, my God, I'm, what is this movie? And then I'll run over to Shutter, and it's already on Shutter. Yeah, like it is. It's that. It. It's that well curated. So we're big Shutter fans, and hopefully you like this episode. Yes. Um, cool. And if you do watch something on Shutter, let us know. Um. Yeah. So um, again, we are the Date Night Horror Show. Uh, we've been married forever <laughs> and we were teenagers together. Yep. And we watched we our movies. We were married as teenagers. We, yeah. <laughs> we watched our movies back when we were teenagers and we still watch horror movies now. And hence the date night horror show. That's kind of what the show is all about. Um, if you dig into our show, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, we've done episodes on new millennium, new millennium horror, two parts, um, We've done zombies, a zombie Stephen episode. King. We did we did a all Stephen King episode, episode seven. We've done vampires. We've done Clowns. we did killer clown a killer, killer clown episode, um, the Walking Dead episode, including uh, reviews of their attraction. Um, we've done the cursed episode, which involves mm-hmm. anything with a cursed item, like Annabelle, that sort of thing. Um, when we also go to, to horror events and we review all of those, uh, including Halloween Horror Nights and Not Scary Farm and yes. things like that. So really, I think Shudder is really sort of like that. Yeah. It's, it's becoming a real institution in the horror community because you can always kind of rely on having something to watch. So I think that's why this episode was good. Yep. Um, yeah. Awesome. And this episode is going to be episode 22. Wow. So Crazy. Thank you for being part of yes. this live episode, which we're kind of new to. So, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> hopefully we didn't mess it up too much. Uh, and thank you for being in the chat room. Uh, Gretchen, uh, who else was in there? Tanya was in there, Sober which was Mike. awesome. Donald Sober Trump Mike. even showed Donald up. Donald Trump, Trump even showed up. Yes. Dude, there's so much going on. You're, you, you should yeah. be way more busy doing other things than... Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so anyway, thank you guys for listening. Scare you later. The Date Night Horror Show is written and produced by Enzo and Reina. All music written and produced by Enzo. Find Enzo and Reina online. Share it with your whore-loving friends and help spread the word.